Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener supported. Click the donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Communication has never been so fun than with ICOM. From D-Star to SDR, ICOM uses the most advanced technology in their radios. And PowerFilm Solar. PowerFilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level, making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello, it's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Mmm, let's have a little more coffee. The uh, voice did something weird there. Psh, hear that? Mm-hmm. Let's get started. We are in the squeaky chair. And inside the studio shack. The studio shack. Early in the morning, the sun is still down. I couldn't help myself. I had to get up and turn on 160. I must admit that I rise with the sun. So sometimes that could be, you know, 5.15, 5.20, 30, sometimes 6 o'clock. This time of year it's been 6. Right now it is 4, well, just about 5 o'clock, but I've been up for a little bit. And so I've come in here to uh, lay down some funky tracks. You're in the mix. Come inside here and turn on 160 while the sun is down. Sounds great. I've missed it. I get up and 160's teetering out. Oh, the whole daylight savings thing nonsense. But you know, now 6 o'clock, the sun is up. The band goes away. It used to be 7 o'clock in the wintertime. Meh. So I miss it and I'm up not. I, I'm, I'm up not. Now I'm talking like Yoda. I'm up not late at night. Or something. So 160 can be real sexy uh, deep into the night and early in the morning. But by, you know, sunrise, she leaves. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Wacky start to this week. I like to record on Mondays. It just works out that way. Sometimes I record on Sundays. This week it's a Tuesday. Yesterday, um was dealing with a rack issue at work for a sound system that was just scrambled. It had one relay, has four in it. One uh, decided it was going to die. Two have been replaced recently and two were left behind. It's not cheap. So one gave out, luckily not during a gig or anything like that. One gives out, the other one uh, gets weak. Sends a crazy signal through the rack. All the components are just, you know, freaking out. Blown fuses and amps. A mess. Never seen anything like it. I'd share it with you, but it would only sound like an electrical current. You have to see this. 
Maybe I'll put it up on the facey spacey here in a little bit. So anyway, dealing with that and uh, got it fixed. We're sorted out. We'll do some checks today, make sure nothing was fried up. Seems to be happy and uh, we'll go from there. What else is happening? Oh, geez, talk about the Facebook. Can we get some senators who have a little bit of tech savvy? I mean, look, no matter what side you're on, I do have a yeah, a Facebook page. You know, I think lots of people have a Facebook account. I don't really post anything to mine except for at the 100 Watts and a Wire Facebook group. Between that and sharing private messages with my family members, I really have no use for Facebook to have a, you know, a timeline and a wall. If you tag me in something, it's not going to hit my wall. You know, I'll see it, but, it, you know, I just don't do that. And there's a couple of different reasons, and I've mentioned this in the past. There was a time when my oldest was born, and I was working at a radio station and I'll keep it kind of vague at this point because, you know, whatever. Anyway, I was working at NPR here in St. Louis. And is that vague enough? All right, I'll definitely keep the name of the person who sketched me out out of it. And, you know, there's a crossover period where, you know, somebody's working and you're coming in, that kind of deal. Or, you know, you've been working in the morning. I used to do the morning show. And somebody would come in, you know, around midday to relieve me, so to speak. And uh, this guy just said something about my Facebook page and my daughter being beautiful. And she was, you know, really young. And it came out the wrong way. And I definitely took it the wrong way. And I thought, I'm going to kill this guy, like, right in here. I, I think I might be able to choke him out. He is kind of big. But he's sitting down, you know, it was like that kind of deal. He said something about my daughter in a way that just came off creepy, frankly. You got to put more pictures of your daughter up there on Facebook. She's beautiful. And I thought about it. And uh, after the sort of, man, that didn't sound right wore off and the, you know, I could choke him out. All that stuff kind of passed, like the wave hits the shore and it's like, oh, what? It went back out to calm. But I went home and I took everything off of Facebook, basically. I mean, I kept a couple things there, some photographs or whatever, so you know it's not a bot. And I'm cool with having friends on there and making contacts. And, you know, I do read through it from time to time. And if you ever want to get a message to me, you know, you got to do the tagging thing. So, you know, I'd see it. But it's mostly geared toward the 100 Watts and a Wire Facebook group. That's what I do for Facebook. And that's it. That's kind of the way. Oh, listening to Mark Zuckerberg in D.C. for two days no matter what side of this you're on, 
naturally, we all want privacy, and you know, maybe the wording in the privacy thing in the beginning that you accept. Maybe you don't read it. It's too long. It's very long and confusing. You just want to get on the Facebook. See the class of 1988 and what they're up to, and damn, what happened? You know, that's what we do. We creep around, poke around, and do the Facebook thing. So you just go ahead and say, yep, I'm cool with that, whatever that just said. But the point being, Mark Zuckerberg goes to D.C. and takes two days of questions from a bunch of people who have no idea what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. It was kind of painful to watch, you know? Like, ah, did he just ask him the same exact questions the first 15 people did? I think so. Now, many people asking those questions had good points, made good points, stuck up for the people at times. But generally speaking, we need some people in D.C. who understand the tech industry and how things work. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. The Facebook page, by the way, is not going to go away. I have not put all my eggs in one basket with regard to Facebook, but I'm not going to delete the page either. You know, there's a lot of people there, and um, you know, it's interesting how social media works. You can have 9,000-plus people on a Facebook page and only find a percentage of the people active. Maybe they're reading through it. Same with YouTube. These guys are so jacked up that they've got a ton of subscribers. Well, look, you know, you can break that down. Don't let your ego get the better of you. Focus on your content. That's my message to these people who are doing, you know, subscriber-based media. Just, you know, focus on what you're doing because you could mine down a little bit deeper and you may find that you're not as, you know, popular as you think you are. Don't get your, let your ego get all crazy on you. Only a certain amount of those people are engaged. But the people who are engaged in your content, on my Facebook page specifically, it's very valuable to a lot of other people and a lot of new people coming in. YouTube... I enjoy YouTube a lot. I'll get on kicks where I'll need to watch certain things or see different programs or I go specifically for those how-to things when I need to learn how to do those things. There's not a YouTuber out there that I need to sit and watch everything that they put out. It's just not that way. It's, you know, it, it can be missed. So there is value in those guys doing the unboxings or teaching you how to do certain things. Because when I get to those points, I will revisit it. But if you're on the DMR and you're talking about this and you're, you're on that this episode, you know, I'm out. I'm not, you know, I may not be there with you. But that's how this is, man. This is how this goes. The greater point is, who is engaging in your content is my point. Don't get, don't get, so crazy about the numbers and this comes because of when I went from Baltimore to Philadelphia 
The numbers were crazy, y'all. Crazy. Mm-hmm, some coffee. A lot of points to be made there with social media, the internet. I love it for what we do. Um, I'm not going to bail on the Facebook group at this time because there's a lot of good in it. There's a lot of good. There's also some, you know, bad. Over the weekend, I got called an asshat. An asshat. And it's funny to me in a way. You know, how people, you know, they come in, they join the page, they don't even know what's happening. Basically, attack me. Hey, it's asshats like you. I'm thinking, asshat. Well, that's something. For me, it's like a downgrade to what I'm normally called, you know, or considered. Because I can be, and I get it. Several different adjectives are accurate. It depends on what we're talking about. But asshat, it's like, ah, it's kind of a cover of the ass. It's not even, you know, like the, mm, it's the cover. The hat. Okay. So social media, Facebook has its role. It has its downside. It has its plus. I think the 100 Watts in a Wire Facebook group has a lot of plus to it. We have a YouTube page, slow growth there. 300 people maybe. And it reminds me that I need to put up a video for you all again. And I'm thinking that Sundays might be a good day to do it. I'm thinking about taking the questions that I get during the week, compiling a few of them, and addressing them there. It's for video extras. 100 Watts in a Wire YouTube page, video extras. That's what we're doing there. It's not. I don't even place the show. I thought about putting the show there. Did it once or twice. And we'll just keep the show audio for now. Video extras on YouTube. Ah, That's my rant about the social media. It's all there, man. It's like a big city. It's a big city. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. Our Facebook page is going to hang out. I'm not going to take it away. But headquarters is basically 100wattsinawire.com. If something goes wacky on social media... We will gather, put our brain trust together, and come up with a way to gather. Should Facebook take a turn? They could start charging people. That's kind of the rumor, right? And I did see old Zucky say there will always be a free version of Facebook. I thought, oh, okay. All right, then. Take a break and uh, come back and talk to you about a couple of other things I'm working on. Um, We'll do that next. In a land where we're all 20 over, this is 100 watts and a wire. The SDR you have asked for is here. ICOM's new 7610 is a high-performance RMDR with the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The new IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, an independent dual receiver, and dual digi-select. And whether you're looking to enter the world of D-Star or need a backup D-Star portable for your Go kit, the ID31A Plus is the perfect radio. 
It's easy to operate the ID31A+, and it's available in silver, red, or gold. It features worldwide digital communication. You can share pictures and text messages. IPX7 waterproof. It's compact, lightweight, and tough. Hey, are you going to Hamvention 2018? Become one of the 100 lucky winners to take home a limited edition swag kit. Visit ICOM's website to enter, and you can visit icomamerica.com slash amateur to learn more about all ICOM radios. Here's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. Okay, I do a lot of listening in transit, that is, in the mobile. I'm going mobile. You like the who? I do too. The brother back there in the corner. Don't stand so much in the dark. People think it's creepy. Come out a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. No, no, no. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. I love the who. Recently, I've uh, been revisiting the doors. Going back to the doors catalog. There was a time where I was just so into the doors. And when you go back and you listen to it, man, it still holds up. Still holds up great. It is great. Jim Morrison, of course, has been dead longer than he was alive. But man, the poetry set to that great three-piece. Yes. And also David Bowie. David Bowie. It's fun introducing my kids to this music, you know, The Doors. You know, some of it, the subject matter, you can let it just go by. And there'll be there'll come a time where it'll be like, what's, what's all that? What was that about? True for Zeppelin, Pearl Jam. You know, you know, there's heavy content in there. But it's great because people are telling stories. Some of it's poetry. It's wonderful. So what else is going on? Well, I've decided, speaking of my children, I have ordered a study guide for my oldest. She's seven years old, second grade. And I'm thinking this summer will be the summer where we begin to introduce the technician class license exam to her. Now, there's many people out there who have successfully got their children licensed. And I need to revisit that and talk to these people a little bit more. I don't underestimate the mind of a child. But if I can reflect back to the time when I was getting licensed in 2012, and I was certainly much older than uh, seven years old. I'm not the ham who was licensed as a teenager and has been licensed for whatever. 2012, that's when I got in, right? That said, a seven-year-old... And the testing and everything like that. I need to look at the test again. I'm, I don't want to sketch her out. She has interest. Many people have come to me. Many people. And the hot topic is how do we get kids interested in the hobby? See, child, what are we going to do, man? What are we going to do? And they all sound just like that. What are we going to do? Can you come on and talk to us about that? What are we going to do? I don't know. Show's over, right? You know, I don't know. I I have opinions on that, and I, I'm happy to share them here on 100. And writing a detail, you know, it's 
That's what every club wants to do. That's what manufacturers want to know. They all want to know how are we going to get the next generation in. Many of them are looking at it in terms of selling product. How are we going to move this? Oh, man, got to latch these kids on to this microphone. We got to get them addicted to the Kool-Aid. Ah, That's wrong, man. That's wrong. We got to think about the children as the next generation coming up to enjoy this great hobby, not trying to sell them products. Maybe that's the first step. Keep your intentions pure. And if your intentions are to sell, then, you know, kids are smart. Your clubs, getting people involved in clubs, you know, it's complicated. You get more people in a club, they divide, they got different interests. That's the whole point of this hobby. For a seven-year-old, this is fine, detailed stuff. And I don't want to inundate her with Ohm's Law. I want her to make contacts and have a good time, hang out, be around, maybe, you know, get into the building stuff. I love the STEM programs. So I've ordered a preliminary study guide. And I'm still thinking the best way to go. Many opinions. I know them and appreciate that. Thank you. The ham study online or ham line on study on whatever. It's the thing I took. It was online. I'm behind a computer a lot. So it was was good for me. Ham test online. Not a sponsor of mine. But that worked for me because you get all the questions. It flushes out a little bit. You can learn a little bit about what you're talking about. And memorize. Back in 2012, when I was getting into it, all I'd hear about is, oh, well, you can't just memorize a damn, damn test. These no-code hams are just coming in, and they're memorizing things, and they're just getting their license. And the... Look, that messed me up a little bit. Why? Because I couldn't learn it all, man. I couldn't learn it all from that test. I didn't know. I didn't understand everything on that test. And I'm remembering that now. And now I'm passing it on to my children. And then you get on the air and then you hear people say, oh, why are you asking that question? That question was on your test. Okay. Get into the Facebook groups. Before 100 Watts and a Wire, I was poking around in ham radio groups. You ask a question, get blasted for it. Man, no, man. Ah, maybe I'm in the wrong thing. And then reputable people, people you know, people you know or have heard of would tell me, you got to do it this way. Do it this way and this way and you have that. You put that with it or it's wrong. What? What? And so in the beginning in 2012... 2012, I I thought maybe this hobby isn't for me. I don't have the land and I can't afford it. What grew out of that was this show, the Facebook group, Twitter, social media, all that, 100wattsandawire.com, all grew out of me getting into this and hearing so many conflicting things. I'm here to tell you the practical nature of this hobby begins after the test. After you test, that's when you start to learn a little bit more. In my exam, I don't remember 
putting connectors on coax and understanding velocity factor or loss or SWR beyond, you know, what was on that test. And because of the things that happened in 2012, 2013, 2014 that shaped my mind and ultimately led me to create this show and the entity of 100 Watts and a Wire is what I was hearing around me. Do it this way. You got to do it that way. That was on your test. You know, the testing part is... You know, it's not hard, right? It's not hard for a grown-up. A seven-year-old, I get it again. I understand. People have done it. People do it all the time. This is my kid. Very bright. Don't want to run her off. So here I am now at at the crossroads of... I'm at least going to show her the questions now that would be on the test and see where it goes. We'll see the study guide. I've ordered a study guide from MFJ. I will also explore ham test online. I'm getting it twisted up because that's what I took. It worked for me. And try to break it up and see where it goes. I've had another student of mine who has grown. I don't know, maybe 30 years old. Not a student of mine per se, but someone interested started digging into the test and it kind of fizzled out. I don't know if it's going to come back. I don't know. Sometimes life won't leave you alone and you got to put it down. I know people who have, they are code hams who have put the hobby down for 20 years, raised their family and done whatever, what have you, careers, businesses, travel, whatever it is, people have put this hobby down. So, it didn't surprise me when, you know, someone that was uh, near 30, life, you know, was here and the study kind of went away. The curiosity may be there, but I don't push. When it comes to my daughter, I'm certainly not going to push. It's how do we give these children the right dose and the right exposure. For me, I was exposed. My father loved it. And I love my father. And that was enough. But he never pushed me into, hey, let's take the test. Let's go and take the test. Or here, boom, take the study guide. You take this book over there in the corner and you study it. Because at that point, you know, given the slight dyslexia that I have and never being diagnosed as a kid, it would have put me out of the game. I would have thought, well, maybe it's not as cool. So um, it's part exposure to it. I plan on doing a lot of uh, state parks with my girls this year, maybe some operating in tandem with that. putting her on the air, and slowly introducing the test. What is required of us under the FCC to get licensed, to be able to practice this, right? I'm sorry, but if a ham tells you they know it all, or they come off as this omniscient being, that's a, that's a red flag, man. And I'm sorry, with due respect, 40, 50, 60 years or more, 
when they come off talking like they know everything and that you could only do it this way or it's wrong, be weary. Be weary and proceed with caution. Seek out the people who are trying to learn even at 40, 50, and 60 years. And the ones that freely give it back to you. And go, okay, where it's okay to compromise. It's all right. It's all right not to know everything. That's what 100 Watts and a Wire is about. So there you go. Let's pause here. We'll come back and wrap things up. We had a death in our community, a big one too, a big notable fella. Big notable fella passed away over the weekend. We'll talk about that, and uh, and we'll wrap things up next. Whether you say 7-3 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire. Ever wish you could take your setup anywhere and not have to worry about power? PowerFilm can help. Specializing in lightweight, easy-to-deploy solar panels, you'll be transmitting from almost anywhere in minutes. Offering foldable panels from 5 to 220 watts, PowerFilm is sure to have an ideal solution for you. You don't have to lug around that heavy and awkward crystalline panel again. Lighten your load and make remote setups easier. You worry about making contacts, leave the portable power to PowerFilm. To learn more, visit PowerFilmSolar.com or reach out on Facebook or Twitter. Nominations are now open for the Amateur Radio Newsline, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, Young Ham of the Year Award. I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Since 1986, we've had the honor of celebrating the accomplishments of youth in ham radio, and we want to know about your exceptional young ham. You'll find the rules and a nominating form by clicking the YHOTY tab on ARNewsline.org. Fill it out, send it in, and we'll see you and an amazing young ham at the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest in August. Thanks, and 73 from Amateur Radio Newsline. More contacts, less alpha hotels. This is 100 watts and a wire. So many of you have learned now that Art Bell has passed away at 72 years old. He is now a silent key. Whiskey 6, Oscar, bravo, bravo. Never had the chance to meet Art Bell. Certainly familiar with his work, but can't tell you that I was a fan. I knew that he existed. I knew he had a large audience. I was never up that late at night. And if I was, I was working on my own radio thing. Either I was doing overnights or nights and moved to, you know, my career was kind of running parallel to the end of his. And I didn't get to enjoy his show. Now, I had seen him with Larry King. Uh, There's an interesting interview he did with George Carlin, who I love. But much respect given to somebody who can put together a great career like that in a very niche kind of way. It's controversy. It's paranormal. And he was a ham. We love that, don't we? We just love those famous hams. So Godspeed to you, Art Bell, 72 years old. And uh, it doesn't matter to me about the autopsy. I mean, you know, he's passed, you know. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I don't need to know what's going on there. If so, you know, I don't know why we get twisted up like that sometimes. We got to know. 
We needed to know that Prince went down a certain way. Yeah, he died, man. He died. It's done. It's a done deal. I'm not sitting around for four weeks looking, you know, for the report. However, I'm sure it'll come out and we will let it uh, be known. We meaning the uh, the media here? Is ham radio media accurate? I don't know, man, what it is we do. There's so many shows, some going, some coming. There's a lot of them. But anyway, Godspeed, Art Bell. Thanks for the work, man. Congratulations on such a long career. Millions of listeners enjoyed his work. And that is the truth. What else is going on? Uh, the uh, league, the ARRL, is looking for a new CEO. If you've got a master's degree and 15 years of management experience, maybe you want to apply. If you want to live up there in Newington. Check that out. I want to thank uh, Rhea and 2RJ for being my special guest net control operator on Thursday. Thursdays get tricky for me uh, this time of year for the next couple of months. You know, I'll be joining in progress or joining late, or maybe I'll just find a spot on 160 in the evening when I finally make it out of St. Louis. My thanks to her. Uh, She had a good time. I think worked 32 stations in the hour she was on and then passed it off to uh, the regular lineup of net control operators. But I do appreciate her stepping in. Always popular and a respected contester and a friend of the show for a long time. So I appreciate that. And we'll have her back again. And uh, speaking of the net, I plan to do this again. My friends that have the amplifier, I know a lot of friends, right, don't have amps. So we have to think about that with the sun cycle the way we are. But I I want to invite some other guests, uh, friends of mine, to come in, maybe sit in the seat for an hour and do it. And as these opportunities crop up, we'll we'll do that. that. That'll be fine. But listen again on Thursday uh, to our net, 7 o'clock Central Time on 40 meters. Around 8 o'clock, we do a shift to 75 meters, get two nets running in parallel. And that's cool. Some talk now. I'm thinking about it because Thursdays are so dicey for me. They're iffy. They're iffy for me. I can't get in the seat. And this is what caused the original net uh, to be put on hiatus for a while because I just couldn't get there. And I thought consistency really is what I'm searching for. I'm looking for the consistency. We have it now. And I can dip in and dip out whenever you know I can. This time of year cuts back on my radio time because Thursday nights are kind of net deals for me. So I'm thinking of maybe doing something on the weekend. Maybe a Sunday afternoon. Then again, I'm not sure. The gathering of the willing is what cropped up in lieu of a stable net. When the net went on hiatus and the stability went away and the consistency went away, I created the Gathering of the Willing, which is the gathering of anyone who's interested to get on the air whenever, whatever band. It didn't have to be a certain time, a certain day. If you're in or familiar with the 100 Watts and a Wire community, anybody could crop up a Gathering of the Willing. You could post it on the spots. You could post it on our Facebook or Twitter, that sort of stuff. And people will come and you just casually hang out and it slowly grows. Next thing you 
So anyway, maybe the Gathering of the Willing is what I'll do on the weekends, and I'll host it. I'll host these gatherings and I'll bring in some friends at that point because there's a whole different audience and a whole different set of people on the weekends. A lot of people simply can't get to us on Thursdays, just like a lot of listeners don't do social media. Rewind and listen back to the earlier segment on Facebook. Previous shows about, you know, our audience who will not do social media. So there's a large group of people still out there that I'd like to reach. Say hello. All right, I think I'm going to make that my final. Thank you all for oh digging into our shop. We have a new deal happening today, the 17th and 18th. If you're listening to the show in real daytime, like you hear this on Tuesday or Wednesday, you can get 20% off in the shop. So go to 100wattsandawire.com, visit the shop, and get 20% off. It's been 15% off for two weeks. For the next two days, 20%. Dig it. Dig in. Wear your colors. And look, the hamvention is coming. We are going to embark on Ohio. I'd love to see you there. Come and visit. On that note, look for us again at uh, Base Camp, which will be MCOM 1, which is that sexy vehicle, the emergency communications vehicle that Emmett Whiskey Zero Quebec Hotel is now operating. I think it has a group of trustees who assembled this vehicle. Right now, I guess Emmett owns it. I don't know what's happening there, but it travels around to Hamfest to Hamfest. Look for 100 Watson Wire, myself, uh, anybody else who wants to stop by in Xenia, Ohio with the Dayton Hamvention. So that's copywritten. The Dayton Hamvention is still the Dayton Hamvention no matter where it goes. And some will tell you that the Dayton Hamvention wasn't in Dayton. I don't want to get into this. I'm going to be at that Xenia Fairgrounds next month and look for the base camp there at MCOM 1. Speaking of the net, we'll do a net from there as well. Uh, it will be a lot of fun. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.